Hey, sis, run low. Can you hear us? I can now. Take a minute for my audio to come up. You real low, but I can hear you. All right, welcome to Are You Determined to Grow? Bible study for Wednesday night, uh, 7 o'clock. Hey, honey. And so uh, we are about to get it started. Uh, we're going to uh, pray in. And so I'm going to have uh, Brother Law pray us in. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this great day. It's the day that the Lord has made, we will rejoice and be glad in. Father, we thank you for this meeting. We ask you to let uh, the speaker say what God said and give us a receiving heart. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray for the hearing on the, uh, the sign of a weak boy that we might receive what thus says the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So the first question I'm going to have, we're going to be taught, we're going to be, uh, I want you guys to think for just a moment about the last session that we have, because this is our third session, our third phase. Uh, we only have one more phase. Uh, the title of this phase is, what spiritual authority do demons have or don't have? So this is going to be a little bit um, different, but the question I have is <laughs> the question I have is what were the four things that I said demons do? The last one was about demon behavior. Give me about four things. Rob, steal, and destroy. Okay. Kill. All right. Okay. All right, honey. Huh? Four things that demons do. Demon, demon behavior. Uh, same thing. Can't say the same thing. Give me some They, uh, they mock. They mock. Uh, okay. They were. And they just, they, uh, deceive us. Using um, the, the Bible. Bible. Okay, okay. They appear the spirit of light. They mock God. They want to be like God. Okay. What do they do to people? If a person is demon possessed, what can happen to them? What would, what would they do to people? They would torment them. Awesome. 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 All, All right. right. So, this yeah. one is going to be a little bit tough. As I have tons of verses, and I know we're not going to get to all of them. And so, we're just going to try to get to as many as possible. 
So the first thing I want to do was to remind us that I want us to go to Genesis. Let's start there. Genesis, the third chapter. We're going to start with verse one. Uh, mine is the NIV version. But uh, now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Okay, skip down to um, 12. In the Lord God, the man said, the woman put here, you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Read 13, and then I have that read. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this? You have done. The woman said, The servant deceived me, and I eat. Okay. You're going to give baby just a second. Read 14 for me. 14. And the Lord God said unto the servant, Serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly should thou go and dust. Should I eat all the days of my life? Okay, so we know that in Genesis, this is Satan. He is the one that deceived the woman. So we know the part of the part of the enemy he, he deceives. Um, and so he is he's a deceiver, we know that already. He's a liar, he's a cheat. Um, and so he deceived the woman and he deceived the man uh, to a certain extent because he deceived the woman and then the woman uh, gave to the husband to eat. And we know this story, but you notice how one of the things that the enemy used is he was subtle. He took the word of God. And so I want to remind us again that he took the word of God and he twisted it. God never said anything about them touching the tree. So he gave her a false truth. That's not the full thing that he told them. He told them, don't, don't eat up. And so we know that the enemy is deceptive. And so in this act, and the reason why I had us go back here, in this act, when Jesus, when, when, uh, when Satan took Jesus upon the top of the mountain and tempted him those three times, this act right here is what released the uh, earth into the hands of the into the hands of the enemy. So he is the prince of this world. I know you've heard that before. He is the prince of this world. But this particular act is how that came about. So when Jesus, when he was taking Jesus to be tempted up in the air, he told him those three temptations, and he told him he said, "If you," he said, "I give you all of this if you will fall down and worship me." That was the third temptation. He, it was all of his uh, to a certain extent because he was the prince of this world. 
And so the enemy, um, the acts of sin or disobedience causes the enemy to have authority in our lives. So let's get a few more scriptures. Any comments while I'm looking? No. Y'all agree? All right, let's run to Isaiah real quick. Isaiah, we're going to come in out of the 14th chapter of Isaiah. Which chapter? 14. Now just get everybody to read just uh, one or two verses. It's only, we're going 12, starting at verse 12 through 15. That's all we're going to read. Okay. How? Um, you have fallen from heaven, morning star, sun of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth, you who once laid low the nations. You go ahead, baby, get it. We're going to let Kelly read it. Okay. We're in chapter 14 and you read 13 through 15. Okay. Wherever she stopped that. Wherever she stopped that. I was supposed to. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Gary? Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, This is is this the man that made the Ephraim that did shake the king to world. Amen. Okay. All right, so we see that this is, that's good. We, we'll, we'll go from there. So th we see that the enemy, this is how Satan actually fell from heaven. We're going to read another scripture about that. And the purpose of me telling you all of these things is because in the midst of his fall also helps us to see his devices and the authority that he has or does not have. And so he fell. He was strong from heaven. He was the musician. We know that. Well, I'm going to get to that scripture. We're going to go to that scripture too as well. And so in the midst of that, his disobedience or his willingness to want to be God, to uplift his own kingdom instead of following after Christ is the reason why he is against us. There's a scripture in the Bible where he says, man, he says, why? He says, the scripture says, um, how he, God considers man, how wonderful, how does the scripture go? Um, how important man is to God. And that's another reason why the enemy attacks man. And he has given, we're the only real creatures that he's actually given free will to, which means we have the ability to choose one way or another. 
hating the son. What is man that thou art mindful? That's it. That's it. What is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visited him. That's the scripture that I was trying to quote. Thank you, baby. So, so the spiritual authority. Okay, let's go to Ezekiel. I told you we had a lot of verses, y'all. So let's go to Ezekiel. 28. Because I believe we can't really truly fight an enemy if we don't know the source. We got to really know where it came from and why he's so upset with us. Why he's so mad about God's children and why he's so angry and attacks us in every mode of every time he can, he gets the chance. He he wants to attack or belittle us. He wants to expose our shame and the things that we uh, have done. And so this is another one where it talks about uh, it eludes. It doesn't actually say, but this is alludes to Satan as well. So we're going to go down to verse, we're going to read 12 through 19. So if everybody read a couple of verses. I'll, I'll read a couple this time because I messed okay. up last time. Okay, 12, uh, NIV version, son of man, take up a lament concerning the king of Tyre and say to him, this is what the sovereign Lord says. You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Mm -hmm. Every precious stone adorned you, carnelian, chrysalis, and emerald, topaz, onyx, and jasper lapis lazuli turquoise and beryl your settings and mountains were made of gold on the day you were create you were created they were prepared you you were anointed as a garden chair well so i ordained you you were on the holy mount of God. You walked mm -hmm. among the fiery stones. Fifteen. You were uh, blameless in your ways from the day you were created till wickedness was found in you. Through your widespread praise, you were filled with violence and you sinned. So I drove you in disgrace from the mouth of God, and I expelled you, guardian cherub. They cannot hear you. You on mute. Oh, I didn't want too much to you back. Okay. I'll. Okay, 16. Through your widespread trade, you were filled with violence, and you sinned. So I drove you in disgrace from the mount of God. And I expelled you, garden cherubim, from among the fiery stones. 17. Your heart became proud in account of your beauty, and you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. So I threw you to the earth and made a spectacle of you before kings. Uh, 
Okay, so 18 and 19. You defiled your sanctuaries by the multitude of your iniquities, by the iniquities of your trading. Therefore, I brought fire from the midst of you. It devoured you. I turned you into ashes upon the earth. And in the sight of all who saw you and all who knew you among the people, among the people are astonished you. Uh, you are become a horror and you shall be no more forever. This is alluding to Satan's fall also. It's talking about, and so we know that a lot of times people walk in pride or they're very, very prideful. Um, that, is not of, that is not of God. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be a proud of things that you do, but I'm saying when you walk in pride to where it's all about you and how you um, behave, I mean, the, the world is centered around you. The whole earth is, you the axis and you spin in the world, that kind of. Uh, pride. And so we see that this is the reason why he failed. Why is this so important to us as Christians? It's really easy for us as we, especially for those that are anointed and have under the absences of the power of God, that sometimes we get caught up in being anointed or powerful in him, that we forget that that power came from him. And so we need to make sure that we stay humble before the God, before God, and not allow the enemy access to us. Because if we lift ourselves up, or if we lift anybody up uh, uh, that is not God, then he will remove them for one, and then he will, because he doesn't give his glory, he don't share his glory with anyone. So I'm gonna open it up for any comments. Any comments? No comments. I, I told you I had a lot of scriptures, but we're not going to go through too many more. So let's look. Let's go to the, uh, we done talked in the Old Testament. So let's move on to, we're going to stay in the Old Testament. One more scripture. 1 Samuel 16. First Samuel 16, we're going down to verse 14. We're just going to read two verses, 14 and 15. First Samuel. Spirit of the Lord, but the spirit of the Lord departed from uh, Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. And Saul's servant said unto him, Behold now, the evil spirit from God troubled thee. Read, go down to, uh, let's stay in the same chapter, I mean, stay in the same book, 18. Let's skip over to 18. This, then answered one of the servants and said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, that is Cornel. In, play, in playing, and a mighty valiant man, and a man of war, and prudent in matter, and a comely person, and the Lord is with him. Uh, 
Wherefore Saul sent messenger unto Jesse and said, Send me David, thy son, which is with the sheep. And Jesse okay. took. That's good. That's good. Basically, Saul had been of disobedience to the Lord. And so we know that Saul had, um, when he became disobedient and, and Samuel came and ripped his his ripped the kingdom from his hand pretty much at that point Saul had this distressing spirit upon him now what caused Saul to have the distressing spirit upon him was his pride and I don't know why the Lord keeps bringing up this pride thing but I guess he this is something he wants us to make sure that we're not walking in but his the distressing spirit was only lifted when David came, because David was a musician and he was a worshiper and he had the heart of God. And so David would worship and then the spirit would re be relieved, uh, released from Saul as David prayed. And so um, the enemy does not really, the enemy has authority because we actually give it to him. There's a place in our lives that we have opened up to allow him in. Now, I'm not saying he's not going to attack because that would be ridiculous. That would not make sense because he will attack. But when certain things continue to happen over time, then you have to be, you have to make sure that you haven't opened a door in your life to allow the enemy in. So we know that the enemy has very, has many tactics. Uh, we know that he can possess bodies, he can possess animals, he can cause affliction, uh, sickness, blindness, mute, death. He can cause those things. Uh, he can cause the people, like I talked about, the cutting and, and all of that. He deceives nations, whole nations. We know the children of Israel many times went back and uh, were uh, put into captivity because of them being deceived so the next thing i want to talk about i skipped i pushed over i went too fast let's go to let's get on the other side of things let's go to matthew real quick let's see what matthew got to say about this demonic behavior we're going to matthew the eighth chapter And we kind of, we read this one before, but we're going to read it again. Matthew 8, and we're reading just the three verses, 30 through 32. So each one of us is going to read a verse. Okay. Uh, 30 through 32? Mm-hmm. Matthew 8. Go ahead. And there was a good way off from them a herb of swan, many swan feeding. The demons begged Jesus, if you drive us out, send us into the herd of pigs. And he said unto them, Go. And when they were come out, they went into the herd of swine. And behold, the whole herd of swine 
ran violently down a steep place into the sea and perished in the water. Okay. So, this is the reason why I read this verse again. It's because it shows us who had the authority. When they ran out there to him, the first thing they said, have you come to torment us before our time? We didn't read that part, but we read that last time. So we know that Jesus and the fact that we are children of God have this authority. Remember when Jesus talked about how the, there was people that had came that were possessed with demons and the Lord said that only these kind come out through fasting and prayer. So that means that there's a position in God that we have to get to to be able to cast them out. Y'all understand what I'm saying? We cannot. We got to get in position. I put it that way. That's all I'm going to say. We need to get in position before we can cast them out. We cannot be going up there or we're going to be looking like the seven sons of Sceva. Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. But who are you? We don't want that. Getting whooped up by the devil himself. We don't want that. So there's a position. We have to pray. We have to fast. We have to get in position on a regular basis to be able to cast out these demons. And they are around us. Amen? They are definitely around us. So let's look at, let's skip over to Luke. Luke, the fourth chapter. We're going down to verse 31. I want to say we read this one too. Luke 4, 31 through 36 is what we're going to be reading. Then he went down to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and on the Sabbath he taught the people. They were amazed at his teaching because his words had authority. And in the synagogue there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil and cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee? Now, Jesus, son of Nazareth, thou art come to destroy us. Know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. Which one? And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace, and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him and heard him not. And they were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with the authority and power he commanded the unclean spirits and they come out wow so we know that jesus had this authority but i want to tell you we have this authority but we have to get into position to be able to uh tap into the holy spirit and use this authority there's a couple of things that stuck out to me he told them hush did you hear him say that? 
Hush. Come out. I ain't trying to hear that what you're talking about. Get out of there. And then it says that in, in some of the verses that I would have read tonight, but we, we don't, we're not going to get to that. Uh, it talks about how uh, they threw them around and convulsed and, 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 and stuff come out the mouth. They were foaming at the mouth and all this kind of stuff. And so uh, we know that the enemy, um, we've seen this. Uh, Vanessa and I have actually seen some of this stuff come into existence, for real stuff. Uh, so we know that the authority of uh, the, the enemy does not have authority over us that are Christians. He does not have the authority. We give him the authority by allowing or act, opening doors that he can access. He is a deceiver. He's a liar. He's a cheat. He's a thief. He always tried to do something. But we need to stand up as Christians and tell him no. Tell him to hush. Hush, he said, and come out. Hush and come out. But we got to get in position and posture of God and, and worship and, and praising and prayer and fasting to be able to do it. People are dying all around us and we have the power. It's like if we had the vaccine for the COVID and we sitting on it, that wouldn't be right, would it? But we have the power and authority to help people be free but we won't get in the right position in God. One other thing, I know we don't have a lot more time, so I want to just touch on this just a moment. I'm going to open it up first. Let me open it up to comments or anybody want to say anything before I go to the next verse? Well, we're just uh, looking at uh, Luke. Uh, in Luke uh, we're looking at Luke, the 10th chapter. Well, when he sent out the 72 uh, disciples, he gave them authority. And uh, when they came back with Josh, and make long story short, said even the demons are subjected to that name. And he right. said, don't rejoice, don't rejoice because the demons are subjected, but rejoice because your name is written in the Lamb Book of Life. He said, that ain't no big thing now. He said, that's all that matters. He mm -hmm. said, but be happy because you're a Christian. In other words, you're saved. Your name is written in the Lamb Book of Life. You know, but we got to like I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you talk. I ain't gonna no, go on, go on with it. You see, automatic. That Jesus say that that's automatic, man. He say ain't nothing to be what's up, man? Okay, it's healing. But uh yeah, go ahead on, Denise. I just want to share that part there. Uh I just wanted to say that Brother Gary, you forgot that turtle meat. <laughs> but I was thinking about it when I laid down last night. <laughs> he didn't tell me about it. Boy, I could have got that there and put some onions in it and it, oh, and it, and it souped it up for us. She'd never oh, my it. God. For <laughs> real. That's hey, hey, but when I come down there, I'll bring it with me. Next, Next month, hopefully. All right. Okay. I, I might have to eat that by myself. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so let's. we got one more scripture and we're going to get out of here. Okay. Uh, Revelations. Revelation. 
12. Revelations 12, and we're going to read verse 7 and 9. 7 through 9. And thou Even, warn him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go. Michael and the angel fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and the angel. And you want me to keep on? Go ahead. And prevailed not, neither was there a place found anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old devil called, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceived the world, the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angel was cast out with him. Amen. So we see that the enemy already knows the end. We just got to step into it. He already knows where he's going. He's well aware. He just tried to take as many people as possible with him. I just wanted us to know tonight that we have authority over the enemy. We have authority over Satan himself. We have authority over his imps, his demons. We have authority. But we must tap into the Holy Spirit to be able to, we have to use God to be able to get rid of them. And uh, the one thing that I alluded to last time is that you also have to be mindful that a person has to be willing for the Spirit to come out. You have to be mindful that a person must be willing for the Spirit to come out. If they hold on to it, they'll fool you and make you believe. They'll subdue themselves. They will be, uh, you know, you'll be thinking it's over with. Don't be fooled by the enemy. But when someone comes to you and they say they throw themselves before you, in general, that's that sign of willingness. But if they run it from you, and you catch up to them, then you're going to have to, I mean, you really have to call on the Lord to be able to subdue that person and to be able to get everything out. This is, uh, wasn't a real, it wasn't as in-depth lesson as I normally do, um, but it's important because I really wanted to kind of give y'all a, a, a base for where Satan came from and why he behaves the way he behaves or why he feel like he got the authority in 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 certain areas so i'm gonna get babe to pray us out if y'all don't have anything else because we only got like five minutes you have anything else besides total soup yes right oh gracious dear father lord we thank you lord for this bible study Lord, we thank you, Father God, Lord, for the ears that heard it, Father God, and the hearts that received it. Now, Father God, we pray, Father God, Lord, you continue to cover us with your blood, Father God. And Lord, you continue to cover us, God, against all demonic forces, Father God. Lord, coming against us, Father God. And Lord, even to those that are around us, Father God, that are being influenced by the enemy. Lord, we pray for a hedge of protection, Father God. Lord, that they may be delivered, Father God, and Lord, they may come into thy light. 
Lord, we just give you all the praise and we give you all the honor. Lord, thank you, Lord, for blessing our teacher, Father God, to stay encouraged and to continue to share your word. And Lord, thank you, Father God, for brother-in-law and sister-in-law, Father God, to have ears and a heart to receive thy word. And we give you praise and we give you honor. In your blessed son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Amen. With the last few minutes, I want to give you guys an assignment for the next time. So, the title of the next session, the last session that we're going to be dealing with when it comes to demonology, is going to be, um, it, the title is, How Do I Get Rid of Demons? So what I want you to do is I'm going to give you a verse to study. And so I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk about that verse when we come back. So, How do I get Vanessa? Rid of How do I get rid of these? Demons. Okay. Remember we're doing demonology? Okay, what's your scripture? Okay, your scripture is Matthew 8 and 16. Okay. Gary, your scripture is Matthew 7 and 16. Okay. And baby, your scripture is going to be Ephesians 6 and 12. And we're going to talk about it. So we're going to, I'm going to let y'all talk a few minutes. Tell me what you got out of it. And then each one is going to talk about it. And then uh, we're going to go into the lesson after that. Amen. All right. And it don't have to be no fabulous. You don't have to write a dissertation. Only got 40 minutes anyway. Just kind of, just talk what you, the Lord give you. Just, just think on that and. We'll talk about it when we come back with the Lord gave us. All right, you guys. Love you and God bless. And uh, continue to be with God. Be safe. And remember, you can always remember this. Are you determined to grow? Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>